Hey guys, welcome to Right Way, a podcast where we give you insight to make informed decisions about your writing career. I'm your host, Rhea Fry, multi-published author and CEO and founder of Right Way. And I'm Joe Tower, writer, media producer, and Right Way's executive editor. On this podcast, Rhea and I will take an inside look at the publishing industry with honest and straightforward shop talk. So when you do get published, you'll know exactly what to do the right way. Hey guys, welcome back to a very special episode of the Right Way podcast today. Today, Joe is not with me, but I do have a very special co-host introducing for the first time ever, my nine-year-old daughter, Sophie Leona Holguin. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hello. Okay. So you and I have been talking, we talk all the time. Talking is one of your favorite things to do. Yes. And we wanted to talk about a lot of different things that you think grown-ups need to hear, either for themselves or for their kids. Or adults, as you can call them. Adults, not grown-ups. Okay, we can call them adults. But I wanted to start off talking about writing because you have always kind of loved to read and write. I'm writing my own book right now. So tell me about that. So I call it Queen Chrysalis's Revenge. She's someone from My Little Pony, a show that I really like. I don't watch all the episodes, but there's a thing, there's a comic book. Yeah. And she, she, Queen Chrysalis can take, she kind of, she doesn't look like a bug. She looks like a cartoon pony, kind of mixed with a bug type thingy. And she, she has like these little changelings, so she can change to any form she wants. And so she kept taking place of ponies in a comic book. And I thought, because they defeated her yeah. two times, one in the actual episode and one in a comic book. Uh-huh. And so I decided to make Queen Christmas's Revenge. Uh-huh. And um, I did contents first. There were six chapters. Six chapters. I had a recap, but... I don't. I didn't do it anymore because I couldn't really think of what would be good for the recap. Well, let me ask you a question. So, when you're sitting down to write a story, how do you approach that? Because a lot of kids and a lot of adults really want to write stories, and then when they sit down to write, like nothing comes out on the page. To me, I just, um, I just start writing, and as I get more ideas, I just add those in, and then I edit it. So you are what's I edit called while, while I type why you while you type and so you're what's called a pantser which i am there's plotters and there's pantsers we're both pantsers which means we kind of just keep writing and going and you are i have to say for real she is sophie is a fantastic editor like she catches things all the time which is amazing so how did you even learn to edit because i think a lot of people can write but they don't know how to edit I just watched you edit. You watched me edit? Uh-huh. <laughs> I just also watched other people edit, and I got the idea. I kind of just knew as I first started typing that I knew how to edit stuff. Yeah, that's amazing. And there's also, I added something to this new book, mm-hmm. and it, um, I don't know how many cha- like pages this will be. I'm not sure it's going to be a very big book. Uh-huh. But I've added something that I don't think many people have ever done. I don't know if anyone has ever done it. But the different 
that I have different fonts and it says which font voices are which. Yes, you love fonts. So I wrote all a couple of their names, like Applejack is one of them. And I wrote that in the font and then I said what the font name was so they know. And then all the background ponies, it's just, I forgot what it was called. It's like a bunch of squares. It looks really funny. It's just like a bunch of squares. So there's a bunch of different fonts. I have to read you the first chapter because it's called Mirror Mirror. Mm-hmm. They go. They're gonna go through this mirror because they've done it twice. One in a book, a comic book, and one where it turned actually into a question of girls, mm-hmm. where they kind of turned into humans. They're still like Twilight Sparkle's purple. She's still purple, which is a bit interesting. So, what's your favorite part about writing? Hmm. I like writing my own stories because um, when I do it, I can make it however I want. And it's just, it's kind of like writing in, say, like a journal. Yeah. Just you let your mind flow. And that's sometimes why it's annoying to edit other people's because, like, I really want to change that. But I know it's important to them, but I want to change it so bad. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing with editing. And my biggest pet peeve is rough drafts. Rough drafts. Talk to me about why you don't like rough drafts. So, at Acton Academy, yes, Nashville, this, yes. it's the school. I don't like calling it that at all. <laughs> um, I go to, and it's only three days a week. Yes. Which I like. We're probably going to talk about that later. Okay. And um, we have we do this thing called Road to Writing. Right now we're writing um, science fiction stories. Yes. So, like, aliens, spaceships. I'm writing about a robo-unicorn named Meow. Okay. I'm much more into like fantasy and yeah. just normal fiction. Yes. So that's why I did the unicorn. I really wanted to. Yes. But uh, we have. I had actually finished a story and I was going through and editing it and stuff. And I gotta do this whole other pamphlet and I don't got time for it. I you just, don't got time for it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I already know how everything's gonna end. See, okay, so this is something that I run into as well. Where you know I write books, as you know, and. A lot of people like to plot it out. And if I want to sell a book, I have to write what's called a synopsis where I have to write out the, like, what happens from start to finish. And I'm not very good at writing those. I always just want to, like, sit down and write. And then I want to have the freedom for things to change. Is like new ideas come up or maybe I want to change the ending. So I feel very boxed in and stifled when I have to do a synopsis or write, you know, like what's gonna happen instead of just sitting down to write when i write like when i write a lot of things i've made probably over 26 stories because i never finish them when i get a new idea i don't want to forget that idea so i either either add it to the story or i start a different story and just start typing it all over yeah i mean i kind of have the same thing where i'm writing books i was looking through my computer i have started so many books and gotten like 50 pages in or 75 pages in and then I just stopped and moved on Your to the next thing. Your new computer already filled up with stories. That's right. So, I mean, how do you, like, if someone is really wanting to write a book, though, or write a story from start to finish, how can you stick with that story before you abandon it to go on to a new idea? Well, that's very hard. It you is know, very hard. Sometimes you just start a new story and then you come back to it later and you're like so I actually went back to one of my old stories I love to go through all of them yes I've actually figured out how to insert pictures mm-hmm. so I've made actually like a picture thing it's all pictures no words yes and I just add pictures that I like but when I go back to old things I went to one and 
almost every single word was misspelled, and I hated the font. Ugh, I the do, font. But one of my least favorite fonts is Calibri. I think. It's like, really? See, I, I use Calibri like a lot for my clients. That's so interesting. That's what interesting. Twilight's voice is. It's the. Yeah. It's like the deep one where yeah. it's a little bit blacker, and then. What is her name? I always forget her name. So Twilight Sparkle and it's Queen. She wants to get or Queen Christmas wants to get revenge on her. Starlight Glimmer. It's light Calibri, so yeah. it's like a little thinner. Yeah. Because I feel like they're both like the same person. Yes. It's just a mixed name. Okay, I have a question. So for any kids who might be listening or parents of children who. Maybe don't like writing, but they like reading, but maybe they don't even like reading. Maybe they just want to be on their screens all the time. What would you say for like, if you're someone who doesn't really like to read, how do you find something that you like? Because reading is very important. So if you don't like reading and you don't like writing, you're insane. <laughs> okay. But um, if the parents can try to force their children to read books. No. That doesn't work. As we know, we try to force you to clean your room. That doesn't work. Unless you rearrange it, then I want yeah, to that's Yeah, but that's but us doing the work. If How do you encourage children to well, read? Well, I, ha- I just got an idea is if they like watching something, if you try to find a book about that TV show. It's a great idea. Then it could be the same thing so they could read it. And then the more you read, the more ideas you get for stories and stuff like that. That's so true. And graphic novels, right? Like you love graphic novels. Because sometimes a big old chapter book with no pictures, like, isn't the most well, exciting. Well, warrior books, and they got yeah. so many chapters. Yeah, Warriors. That's a very cool series about, about cats. cats. <laughs> and it's, it's like they're very brave. It's like they're they're literally warriors. Yeah. Where they fight, and there's this um, cat named Rusty, but he changed into Fireheart or Firepaw. He was first an apprentice, and now he's, I forgot what they were called yeah. now. But um, Blue Star, so there was, she's the leader cat of Thunder Clan. Thunder like Clan? Thunder Clan, River Clan, Wind, Wind Clan. There's so many. I think I already said Wind Clan. I can't remember. Okay. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Change of subject. We talk a lot, Joe and I talk a lot on the show about being adults. And I never and hear it. You, you never hear it. <laughs> but I correct your grammar. Oh, wow. Yeah, you probably would, actually. <laughs> um, So we talk a lot about adults and like as we turn into adults or turn into grown-ups, we often don't dream as much. We don't use our imaginations as much. We don't have as much fun. And I always say, I feel like children are our best teachers. They can teach us to have fun. They can remind us to use our imagination. But why do you think it goes away? And how can we be more imaginative in our days? So, um, I think some, I feel like you and Dada are actually have a lot of fun. The more you laugh and the more yes. you continue to just have fun, it can be a different type of fun. It doesn't have to be like children fun, like. Yeah, sure. It can be like what you think of fun. Right. And the more you laugh, the, young, the younger you will feel. So true. So that's the longer you can live. Yes. And another thing is I think some grown-ups, and like adults because I think grown-ups and adults are actually different why how so what do you mean it's like I feel like adults are a little age different than grown-ups for some reason okay I've heard that in a book before yeah it was a a very interesting book it was obviously a comic book okay and um people are like taught to stop having fun and just focus on their job 
but then it makes them sad. Like, I've seen so many videos where this person, I saw one in specific where someone never helped anyone, and he was really tall, actually. Very, very tall. And this was, um, like, a cartoon thingy. Mm-hmm. It was a video. And he was, it was always sad. He always wore gray. But mm-hmm. then um, he had to help an old lady walk across the street because it would take her years to cross the street. She was very slow. No offense, but she was pretty slow. So this was a cartoon thingy. Mm-hmm. And there was a car speeding, and oh. it almost hit them. But he stuck his hand out to say, stop. And the, the car stopped, even though it was traveling like 100 miles per hour. Jeez. So helping someone. And then he looked at his hand, and then he realized how what, what he could do. And then he started helping everybody. He started wearing bright colors, and then he saw another man who was so sad. Mm-hmm. Like, he looked kind of like him, but a little shorter. Not as tall as this guy. And he, the guy who had stopped the car, he pretended to be blind. Whoa. To walk that, so he, he'd help walk. Um, so he'd make the other guy happy, like, yeah. hoping there was a car, like, so he could also stop and see the happiness. So it just spread, and there's also... Labels. Labels. There are good labels and bad labels. What do you mean? Tell me. So, we also watched a video. This was, both of the, these were at Acton. Okay. And. I talk a lot about Acton on this show and how incredible <laughs> it is. All the lessons that I'm continuing to learn that you bring home. And so, um, there was a guy. This was, this was, I'm pretty sure it was actually Acton. I don't know where these people got all these labels. They just like walk around, give this guy a label. I'm like, where do you get all these labels? But, um, so he had so many, like, mean labels, like, Mm. nerd, Mm -hmm. dumb, and so many just mean things, like, not smart, which I was kind of wondering, though, if someone gave him a label that said nerd, and someone gave him one that said not smart, I was like, but if you mix It's kind of a contradiction, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, he was just always sad, but then this one guy was walking, and he he gave him a label, and mm-hmm. he, the guy probably expected it would be sad, mm-hmm. like me, but then he found it, the label said loved, Aww. and he stuck it on, all the other bad labels fell off, it overpowered thing, also it was much bigger than all the others, Yeah. and then he started spreading it everywhere, he spreading spread the love. love. And then he found another guy who also had so many, like, real labels all yeah. over him. He gave him one, and then that made him happy. Why do you think adults, like, that's that's such a thing to focus on, love. Like, being kind, helping other people love. But we get so consumed by, oh, we have to, I have to do this. I have to take care of this. I have to work. I have to worry yeah, about money. A book? Yeah, sure. I read. It's called... Have you filled the bucket today? Have you filled so, the bucket today? Yeah, that's such so a great one. So you have a invisible bucket. I sometimes wonder that if you drop that bucket, what will happen? Mm-hmm. But so there, they just fill your buckets. There's something called bucket dipping, which is also like bullying. Yes. But every time you help someone else, it fills their bucket, but yes. then it fills yours back. So, so the true. more you spread love, it's gonna the love's gonna come back to you, and it's it'll so make true. you happier. So the more you don't share love, and the more you be like mean um, to other people, like bullying, the sadder you will feel. It will come back to you. So true. But if you loved it, will all the love that you give can come back and also spread around everywhere. 
and yes. around the world. How do you like, I mean, that's such a, that's such great advice, but like when adults are so stressed and just like, oh my gosh, like they get in the car and, you know, they're mad about traffic or they're stressed about having to pay a bill or how do you remember to tap into the love when you seem to just like be consumed by all the daily stuff you have to do? Well, sometimes um, I was going to say you could, like, look back at your childhood, but sometimes your yeah. childhood not might be the best thing to think about. Right. So, um, I would say I would probably recall my childhood, but I'm still a child. So <laughs> recall my childhood. Have you had a good childhood so far? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and so, um, uh, what was I saying again? Oh, right, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted. So, the, um... You lost it again. Like, how how do you focus on the love when you're grown up and you're just, like, consumed with the day-to-day stuff? If you have, like, a child in your car, you can talk to them. And if you have no one in the car or someone who ignores you. Yes. Every every time. First of all, you probably shouldn't have considered being, like, if you marry them and they don't talk to you ever. Communication is so important. You probably shouldn't consider marrying them if you didn't really talk. But... (laughs) Um, you can talk to yourself. Yeah. I make up my own daily podcast to let all my thoughts flow. Talk about that. And also, if you don't want to scream, because yes. it can hurt your throat really bad. Yes. Fake scream. It's a silent scream where you, it looks like you are screaming with your mouth really wide open, but no sound is coming out. Yes. That, and letting out sound. Will you demonstrate? Yes. Yes, I will. So okay, in the morning, let's do, let's do it. Let's smoke to it. Okay. No, come on. We'll take a deep breath in, and then we're going to let out our sounds. Ready? you left me hanging so that is one thing that i've learned is learning to use your voice in different ways like if you just sit you breathe in and you let whatever noises you want come out for children especially and adults it is so 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 effective i want i have a question for you what do you think is a very misunderstood thing about being a kid where like if you wish grown-ups could just understand one thing they need to know about children or that they get wrong about kids like what do you think it is well um i f- i kind of think about like what adults think of kids mm-hmm. so like nor and i also think about different universes of me like an opposite me yes almost opposite me or some of the things are the same but like complete opposite me so many different things yeah but so, I feel like some adults think of kids as they have to learn to, like, behave, and they, like, only eat bad stuff. Like, eat your vegetables, kids, but we're gonna talk, can we talk about also, like... Plant toxins? Yeah, we can. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do a quick aside here. So, Sophie... Like I so was confused about this. Yes, it's very confusing. So I was a vegetarian for most of my life. Then I had a vegan pregnancy. Sophie was vegan the first three years of her life. And then went we everything. went to eating everything. And then we've really been studying this like. Oh, you wa- we watched a documentary and then we became vegan. Yep. And then I'm like, 
You, I didn't watch it, but you two did, and I was like, wait, a documentary about where plants cannot be Yeah, so, so like, there are a lot of plant toxins that can actually be very harmful to our bodies, and I started doing some research about, you know, kids naturally do not want to eat vegetables. You, mm-hmm. They're not interested. They gravitate towards fruit and meat <laughs> oftentimes, and so we won't get into that whole conversation, but it's very, very interesting to how we always push vegetables on children and actually... Actually, some of them can be highly toxic. As it's so confusing. It is. There's a book called The Plant Paradox that's great. There is um, a book called The Carnivore Code, which is great. But continue. You were talking about how some adults have kids. They think they need to behave. They think they need to eat like a certain way. Um, well, I feel like um, whatever adults in their childhood, what they've experienced, they want their kids to experience it too. So true. Like if they had, if they thought they had a good experience, which it probably wouldn't be, like their their kids couldn't like it at all. Yep. Or like they used to live on a farm, so you're gonna live on a farm, but they're like, we don't, I don't like a farm. Well, let me ta- let me ask you about that. Okay, so so this is something I've talked about before, but. You know, I'm quite competitive. <laughs> I always lose at Clue. Yeah, I'm I'm really competitive at board games. Because um, winning is amazing. But, um, you know, most, if parents have children, they want them to... Have the best, like, sometimes they want them to have the best life. Well, they do, but they also like, okay, we're going to put you in a sport. We're going to put you in soccer. We're going to put you in baseball. We're going to put you in gymnastics. Jeez. So Sophie is someone who does not ever want to do things the way other people do it. So I do like trapeze. You like flying trapeze. I don't know any other kid that does (laughs) flying trapeze, which is amazing. But let's talk about that for a second because I really struggle sometimes with like, oh, man, she's not in a – you're not in a – typical sport and you're not doing the same things I did when I was growing up and talk talk to me a little bit about really being your own person and you knowing what you like and you knowing what you don't like and why do parents constantly not listen to that I know I just whenever I see sports I'm never interested like it looks like sometimes they're very dangerous Mm -hmm. like some things could be very dangerous you could break your nose or your collarbone and, um, so, I feel like, so I don't like a lot of, like, I don't like any sports. I, I used to do soccer, but I actually didn't really like soccer. You used to do gymnastics? Yes, but then I started doing magpies. <sighs> but you like ninja? Yes, I do like ninja, but I sometimes felt like that was a bit easy. Yeah. So, American no. Ninja Warriors, I went to... This yeah, you went extra. to an actual someone who was on the show. They uh-huh. have a course here, yes, and that it was, was really fun. That was very fun. But I didn't say this out loud, but when my head one, I once I went through everything, I realized that I actually started to get bored mm. of the place. I didn't say this out loud. I actually didn't say this yet. I keep getting the bug on my nose. That's better. So when I saw everything, though, I actually started to get bored. I was like. Now what? Because I know I've done everything. Mm-hmm. If I keep doing it, I'm just going to get more bored because now that I know how to work this, but I'm like, okay. So your brain, you you move very fast. Your brain yes. moves very fast. You move very fast. You want to kind of go on. I think that's the Gemini and you. You just want to like, okay, great. What's next? What's next? What's next? So in that, um, for me, uh, so, wait, why? Ah! <laughs> keep forgetting what I want to say. 
Like, well, we were talking about, like, you don't like typical sports. Yes, I like trapeze because it keeps it scared. When you climb up, you're on a harness, obviously. Yes. When you climb up the ladder, if you fell, that would be very painful. Well, and the first time, you were so scared. You were, like, upset, but you did it anyway. Because, first of all, I was like, I don't think I can actually go down the ladder. I think that would be very weird. Like, yeah. It's like going all the way back down the ladder. And I also was already hooked in and everything. Yep. And I don't I didn't feel like having to wait. Yep. So I did it. But the reason I never like don't want to do it like I do and when mm-hmm. I actually do it, it's really fun. Yep. Is there's always something new. Yep. Like in Stanford. Yep. This is her former school, yes. Like that's why I don't like calling active school. Okay, well, it's, experience there. it's school. But only in first grade. This is, I'll explain this later. Okay, so, in there, you do the same thing every day. Yes. You never got to, like, show your parents what you were doing. Yep. And the other thing is you have a folder at the end of the day of how you behaved. I yeah, mean, I don't like that. And I was like, and I was still a chatterbox then. And <laughs> I never, like, I only got, like, once every two or three months got like an actual good thing. Yeah. And so most of the time it was let, bad. let's talk about that. Let's talk about Acton for a second because yeah, um so Sophie grew up in a mon- Montessori background. She went to <laughs> private Montessori's, public Montessori's, but like most school, she wasn't allowed to really talk and form deep connections with people during school. It was about getting your work done homework which you do not have no i hate it well started to get i was like what yeah i'm i'm the biggest proponent of no homework you spend eight hours it's at your at acton every day you don't need to spend your free time doing work that you will not use in your daily life and i am a a huge believer in that but the cool thing about acton is it is peer-based you get to talk all day long you get to really form deep connections what else do you, like, love about acting? Wow, I like that we have exhibitions. Exhibitions. So where you actually get to show what you've been doing this at the session. Yes, which is six weeks. Usually a and session is six you weeks. we also get, we, call, we don't call it resets. We don't call it recess. We call it resets. Yes, resets. You're resetting your mind. Yes. And we have three of them. Which is amazing. So you're getting to go outside. You get brain breaks, uh-huh. correct? Uh-huh. And actually, I like the voyages because I think you can have more than one this time. Uh-huh. And I've actually stopped doing brain breaks. Brain breaks. Really? Uh-huh. I've, I've done a couple when things are really, really challenging. Yes. But there's a challenge zone, comfort zone, panic zone, like the challenge donut. Challenge donut. Um, and there's fixed mindsets, growth mindset. Fixed mindset is like, like it's like a thing like, I can't do this too. I can't do this yet. Power up yet. Yes. Yep. But I also, actually me and all the other Voyagers, so there's Sparks, Explorers, Voyagers, and now they're doing the Discovery Studio. Discovery Studio, which is so cool. We don't call it classroom studios. Studios. And we're actually, it's in a church. Yeah. Which is a bit, so... Let's um, not tell everybody where you go to school. <laughs> well, I don't really know what it's called. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's called. Yeah. But we have to keep it clean, obviously. Yes, keep it clean. Go there. And so during the day, it's we have our daily schedule, but quests are always different. We did a thing. We did an experiment with strawberries to see strawberry DNA. I was the first to finish so everyone was asking me if that looked good. Mm-hmm. I'm close enough to this microphone. You are. You're good. 
Your voice projects. Yay! And out here. Fidgety. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sit still. Oh, well, see, that's a thing, right? Too, like with it acting, you do not have to sit behind a desk. You get to be barefoot. You can work where you want to. You're. Well, we do have. We do sit at our tables. You sit at tables, but then like you don't have to sit there all day and listen to a teacher. You're able to move and mm-hmm. you know read where you want and. I've and you get badges. You get badges, so, so like you earn badges. Things. Yes. I, the highest one I have is, uh, oh, in my nose. Ah. Um, the highest badge I have is reading badge number four. I've act, I'm on level 19, Lexi. It's like a reading thing. It's actually really fun. Yes. But I only have two more levels to go because at 21, you start power up literacy. And then deep badge books. Deep badge books. And um, reading, I am at badge level four, and there's I have two more badges to go. That's there's amazing. Eight, to six, I think. Amazing. Seven. So, to kind of wrap up today, what would Aww. you? Well, what else do you want to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> I want to end. What would you? Okay, so most of our listeners are adults. A lot of them mm-hmm. do have children. A lot of them. Are writers a lot of them want to be published? Yeah, this, the whole thing of this is to like help people write their books and yes, publish them. Yes, exactly. You're an editor. Uh, yes, I'm an editor. I'm also a part editor. You are a great editor. She actually edits my stuff. She's like, no, don't use this word. No, <laughs> move this around. Um, what piece of advice would you leave, or would you tell people who really like have a dream, but they haven't accomplished it yet? What could you tell them to encourage them along their way? Like to writing and stuff? Any any kind of dream, any kind of goal. Like how how do you follow that dream? Also gotten some acting. I love acting so much. Is set your goal. So like when you, so what what do you want to do? Like, yeah, I'm going to set an example to keep your plant living for two weeks before it dies okay so you make a goal of two weeks okay you water it every day two times a day even which might not be the best for plants because if they get too much water they might die okay (laughs) and you do like when it ends when it starts and then you make that goal when you finish it you start a new one and hero's journey Oh, talk about that hero's journey because we're all going on a hero's journey. <laughs> so it's actually we've had a conversation. It's, I feel like whenever we have launches, we mm-hmm. we it's like the morning talk. The morning talk. So they have a Socratic discussion where they will ask a question. And then it, it gets so good, and we gotta stop. It's so Ugh, hard. But that's how they start their day with a Socratic discussion about. A bunch of different things, uh, and they give their opinions and ask each other questions. Like I disagree or agree. Agree or disagree. Myself, yeah. too. But um, for the hero's journey, it's like a whole circle. It kind of looks like a donut. It does. Except with a bunch of things. Yeah, explain what the hero's journey is, because a lot of people do not know. It's like you start the call to adventure. Yes. And you, like, cross the threshold, meet mentors, face a bunch of the series of challenges, the main challenge, you receive or remember a gift, and then you turn back to your normal world, but you're changed. Yes. So, um... We, but we had this one conversation and got so good. We went way past time. That's so good. We have so many clocks in the studio. Yeah. But we have, like, three clocks. And... Um, so we were wondering, 
you definitely, everyone has more than one hero's journey. Yes. Well, though, then we thought about this, and then we're like, wait, but it could be going really slowly. Like, your life is your whole hero's journey. Yes. Or there's one big hero's journey, ten year hero's journey. Yes. Instead, so, like, when you're on one, it's like part of it is actually another hero's journey. And yes. And come back to that one, and it just keeps going forever. And I feel like I've gone on many heroes journeys especially the last like i'm going when this comes out i'm going to be turning 40 this week i keep tasting vanilla ice cream and chocolate on top oh boy and i feel like the last two years i've really gone on a hero's journey but it's something that i feel like we need to tap into more and realize that when we have challenges when we have those dark days or dark nights it's all going to lead us somewhere better and we're going to continue to grow have you talked about having different lives? Past lives and stuff? Not not really. Not on the podcast. Past lives are, and there can also be future lives. You, yeah. Your future lives is your past lives. I've actually, you can envision them. Yes. I've seen one, and I was with my best friend, Karis, who I, yes, met at Acton. Yeah. <laughs> Some things at Acton. Um, cause it's I why actually, we're in Nashville, I, actually. <laughs> I lost my other BFF. Yes, you lost her during the, the pandemic when you mm-hmm. didn't get to see her. But she was kind of a betraying friend, a little bit, just a teeny tiny bit. It's okay, we, we change and grow with our friendships. And I actually hadn't mentioned, she, um, I, for some reason, she she didn't look anything like Karis when I envisioned this, but mm-hmm. her name was Karis, and I thought she had the same voice as Karis and mm-hmm. everything. And I, was, I had to wear this like, dress with flowers on it and I don't like a lot of dresses that much. Mm-hmm. I don't like the ones with like the kind of weird colors mixed together and it makes it look like a really weird color. Yes. Like yellow or light purple. My two least favorite colors. Okay. Let's stick to the point. <laughs> the details. You remind me and of we my were, mother. We were in the desert and there was like a bunch of pyramids which was really weird because they didn't have dresses back then. Yes, that's true. But I, I think my brain probably got an idea for this from watching something, but it felt real. Mm-hmm. We were running, but we had something called the Doom Cube, which was actually from a show I watched, Powerpuff Girls. Mm-hmm. It was a Doom Cube. Um, and I can't remember if this was a daydream or I just dreamt mm-hmm. it. If that's the word, dreamt. Dreamed, dreamt, yep. <laughs> I'm sorry, you get hungry now? Okay, so we can uh, wrap this up. Um, what would you like to leave our listeners with today? What piece of advice or final oh, yeah. words would you like to say? Um, you, by the time this is over, you better do this. <laughs> by the time this is over, I'm surprised we didn't have so many laughing attacks. I know, we didn't. By the time this is over, third time's a charm. <laughs> I want you to, you can write this down, or you can just plant it in your head, type it down on a computer, mm-hmm. is set a goal. It can, it could be like two years. It could yeah. take super long time. Set a goal and promise me you will do that goal, even though you don't know what, you don't know what I look like. <laughs> do you hear that? So set that goal, whether it's writing, whether it's going somewhere, traveling, starting something new. And just achieve it because that's the thing. I love that you said that where we set a goal and sometimes we're like, 
that's all we think about. But the moment we achieve that goal, we set a new goal. And that helps us move forward, especially when it comes to writing. We can feel very stuck and a book can take a long time to write. So moving forward, constantly growing, I think that's great advice. Sophie, you have been such an amazing guest on today's podcast. Can, can we say, I'll say three, two, one, and then we say goodbye at the same time. Sure. <laughs> okay. Three, two, two one. one. Goodbye. Goodbye. Until next week. <laughs> hey, thanks again for listening to the Right Way Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and comment, and help us continue to deliver the content you want and need. And for more information about RightWay, visit rightwayco.com to get more info on all our editorial and developmental services, and sign up for our weekly newsletter, where we'll be sharing exclusive content, access to digital courses, and offering proprietary resources for aspiring and established writers. 